Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This is an interesting case. Trumbull man charged after finding $5,000 outside bank says he just took the cash and called it a day. What happens if you're walking along, you look down, you see something, you pick it up, and it contains a bunch of cash? Can you keep it? Well, it turns out that uh, some officials don't think you should because they've charged this man with a crime. Steve and Michael both sent this to me from the CT Post. Shanice Holmes-Brown wrote it. Town resident is adamant he did nothing wrong despite being charged with third-degree larceny after police charged him with stealing a bag with several thousand dollars in money inside of it, which it turns out was town tax funds. So somebody was taking all the town tax funds to the bank, lost the bag, this guy found it, and uh, they say that after he found the money outside the bank that he kept it and he shouldn't have done that. And they're saying that that's a crime. And that's where a lot of people are going to go, wait a second, wait a second, finders keepers. isn't? <laughs> Don't sayings like that always trump the law? So the man's 57 years old. He turned himself in uh, last week, according to police. He said, I've never had a criminal record in my whole life. This is like a crock of baloney, a crock of baloney. I found money, and now it's probably going to cost me money. He said he found the bag of money on the ground around 9.30 in the morning and figured it was his lucky day. Now, some people are going to say, Steve, it was. Well, some people might have also thought, gee, someone lost $5,000. But he says, I walked out on the parking lot, saw something on the ground. There was no one around, so I picked it up. It's not like I stole something. And so obviously there is a distinction. If you walk into the bank and the money is sitting on a desk and you grab it and sneak it out, you understand that's different than walking along and seeing it on the ground and going, oh, and by the way, we've all found things laying on the ground. If you haven't, you need to look down more. Um, I've found a $20 bill, $10 bill. I'm just talking about the last like five years uh, and change on the ground and, and anything larger than a dime I'll pick up. <laughs> I also do a lot of metal detecting where I find things in the ground, another story altogether. But here it was out in the parking lot on the ground. So according to the press release from the police department, an employee of the tax collector's office was on their way to make a delivery to the bank on Tuesday, May 30th, but upon arrival was unable to locate the bank deposit. Now there was a bank deposit bag, and that might be important here because the employee reported the missing funds, and they're saying that The man who picked up the bank deposit bag should have recognized, well, this is probably a bank deposit bag, and maybe take it into the bank and say, hey, I think somebody lost this. So the first selectman of the city of Trumbull or town said the procedure for making bank deposits is that an employee never travels there alone. They're always escorted by the police in a police car when they make a deposit. They don't just go to the bank alone. So it's unclear if they followed their own policies on this and if that would have made a difference because obviously they may have escorted her to the bank parking lot and then when she got out of the car, turned around and left and she may have dropped it on the way into the bank. Meanwhile, they cannot comment further regarding the investigation until this matter is resolved. Detectives with the police department investigated over several months, including interviews and reviews of surveillance videos and learned the bag had been dropped on the ground outside the bank where this man then picked it up. He told police he was at the bank that day. He found the bag, which had about $5,000 inside of it. He added that he kept it and felt no obligation to return it to the owner. And he felt no obligation. Now, here is the question. And this is, and I know some people go, Steve, you know, lawyers are paranoid. Lawyers are paranoid. 
you guys are paranoid and gals. And uh, when you tell people to like, you know, be so vigilant that you look like you're scared of everything. And you might say, and because I'm going to say that this guy shouldn't have spoken to the police. And that's, by the way, something that I'm not alone in saying. So you might say, but Steve, what would he have said that hurt him there if he said he had no obligation to return it to the owner? He should have said, I didn't know who the owner was. Or better, he shouldn't have said anything. Because by saying he felt no obligation to return it to the owner leaves open the possibility that he knew who owned it. Uh, that, that, and that's the kind of thing that a prosecutor is going to latch on to and pitch to a jury and go, when he made a statement, he said he felt no obligation to return it to the owner. He didn't say, I didn't know whose it was, which would have been a little more useful. But hey, I, I'm not, by the way, if, 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 what I, if what he's saying is true, there's no problem with him speaking the truth. Okay, I'm simply pointing out that if you don't speak at all, sometimes it'll help you. Uh, he said, it's not like this was planned out. Everything was in the moment, and it was like I hit the lottery. That was it. Well, again, planning is not necessary either. It's not like they got him you know, for first-degree homicide. Uh, we're simply talking about a, a third-degree larceny, which I doubt planning is part of the element necessary to get you convicted. Police said the deposit bag was marked with the bank's insignia and contained numerous documents inside identifying the town as the contents owner. So a deposit slip, perhaps, that said the name of who it was. And the bank bag marks the bank's insignia indicates there's a connection to the bank. The man said he runs a, a dog training business and his clientele can vouch for his character. Anybody who knows me knows all I'm about is generosity. After living in this town for 20 years, I'm not looking for trouble. Meanwhile, they consulted a professor of accounting and taxation at the University of New Haven. And he does not think the larceny charge will stick, which is interesting. They did not talk to a law professor. They talked to a, an accounting professor. But hey, he says larceny, by definition, is a crime that involves the unlawful taking of property from someone else with a threat of violence. Intent is the key. They're going to have to prove he willingly took it. Well, if that larceny requires uh, a threat of violence and taking it from a person, it's not the intent that we worry about. It's the fact that he didn't take it from a person and there was no threat of violence. He picked it up. Um, I suspect that those are the things you you should be looking at with a larceny charge. Uh, The man himself said he was not thinking about the implications of taking the money and acted on impulse since no one else was around to claim it. Of course, if you're standing in the bank parking lot and the thing has the bank name on it, Just pointing that out. Meanwhile, the accountant professor says, I'm struggling to find intent. He should have turned it in, whether it's larceny or not, but I don't think they'll be able to prove intent with this. Meanwhile, the man said he did not notice any identifiable items in the bag as he was solely focused on the funds. So again, now he's spoken and he said something that leaves an opening because by focusing on the funds, does that mean that he missed the deposit slips that were in there or any other documents that may have been in there? He says, I just took the cash and called it a day. I don't even know whose it was because I didn't look. Oh, see again, stop talking. <laughs> I didn't even know whose it was because I didn't look. Willful ignorance, or where you choose specifically not to learn something, is not something you later say, hey, I didn't learn it. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't look. Because there was a deposit slip in there, wasn't there? So he said, if I knew I was wrong in the first place, I would have given it right back. I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. 
He has a court date in September, and the investigation is ongoing. So here's the thing. I do not know what the specifics are with respect to larceny in Connecticut, but I do know that there are going to be things that say that if you take something that you know does not belong to you and keep it and withhold it from its true owner, many states have got laws against that. Now, the guy appears to be talking more about a form of robbery because common law robbery is where you take something from somebody forcefully or with a threat of force. I talked about this just a couple days ago in another case. And so obviously there's no other person involved in this. It's a parking lot. But again, if you know it's not yours. And so I can tell you that the story is missing one very important item. It does not tell us if you paid the money back. And whether you think that he should or should not be charged with a crime, you have to admit he probably should give the money back now the true owners come forward and say, hey, that's our money. Now, I know some people are going to say, Steve, finders keepers. And I'll, I'll, I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. But you have to understand that many states will also say that if somebody comes into possession of something that is yours, they benefit from it to your detriment, and it would be unjust to let them keep that windfall, you can sue them for unjust enrichment. However, that's a civil action, not a criminal action. Wouldn't be facing jail time, just be facing a judgment if you got one against you. Also, you might be able to get sued for conversion. In some states, they've got treble damages, and that's where you take something belongs to somebody else and you use it for your own purposes, wrongfully. And again, I don't know if Connecticut's got a trebling statute like Michigan does, but those are things to think about. But it does not say in here if he gave the money back. So that's a big question mark also. So somewhere along the line, they realized it was him. They contacted him, said, did you find this money? Apparently he said he did. Uh, and they said, okay. Uh, and, and now we know he's been charged with a crime. We don't know about the $5,000 and whence it went. So there you go. <laughs> if we find out, I'll let you know. Steve and Michael both send me. Thanks a lot. From the Connecticut Post, Shanice Holmes Brown, staff writer there, wrote that. Trumbull man charged after finding $5,000 outside bank. Says he just took the cash and called it a day. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If quitters never win and winners never quit, what fool came up with quit while you're ahead?